Hello, everybody, and welcome to Philip and Friends, a podcast. This is a podcast where I talk to friends of my life or people I wish to be friends with, and we talk a little bit about friendship, but really we just kind of have a quick conversation and we get through the day. It's kind of a, <laughs> it's a horrible way to describe a podcast, but it's the one I'm going for. Uh, my guest today is a very funny comedian, Otter Lee, who I met up at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Uh, anybody who's a long-time listener will know, usually we just get right into the interview. But today, I thought I'd have a little chat here with our lovely producer, Lucas. Hello. Hello, how are we doing, everyone? How are we doing, everyone? All two of us in the studio right now. Uh, I'm good. Yeah, I'm all right. And uh, I also thought you'd give you guys a bit of a debrief on what's happening in my life at the moment. Um, uh, we'll start quickly. Uh, Lucas, how are you? I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I've been good. It's been a stressful morning. It's the earliest I've, to, I've had to get up all week. It's 11 a.m. So thank you for that. Yeah. But it's been, a, it's been a messy week. You obviously live quite a stressful life, I guess. I do. I've been quite busy. I've been uh, I'm organizing my, uh, my new night. Your new night, I'm your running, comedy night. I'm running a comedy night. Do you want to give us some deets when, it, when it's on? Uh, it will be on every Friday in the new year, uh, but we're having the first shows on the 23rd and the 30th. Okay. I, haven't, I haven't announced it yet, so I guess oh, wow. the official announcement. This is uh, this is early exclusive. You don't even need a Patreon access for no, this. No, 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 no. <laughs> we're just doing it right here, right now. Right here, um, right now. Wonderful. So I've been busy doing that. How have you been? How have I been? Uh, well, honestly, uh, my life has gone from, uh, from, from shit to worse. It's oh, yeah? really quite impressive. I... Uh, Virtually homeless at the moment. Oh, yes. I now I remember. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I uh, went up to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, which was very fun. Thank you for anybody who went there and, and saw me. And uh, I was in two group chats with people hoping to find a spare room situation. Or mm. two group chats of f four, four people in each group, me including. And I was expecting them to have found a place uh, for me while I was up in Edinburgh. I was really just outsourcing the work. And uh, none of them did. They didn't do it. They, they didn't, didn't do, do it. The they're not your agent, so they just... They didn't no, they're not my agent. Uh, they obviously had no need to move in quickly either. No, 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 no. So, uh, yeah, we're seeing a place. You were sort of the urgency of the group. I have the urgency as I'm the only person who's not British, so I don't really have a place to crash. Ah, uh, yeah, that's so, a problem. Well, yeah. there was almost my sofa as well. I might I, I, was, I might actually take you up I on that. I was laying out the, the cushions. Were you really? And the, and the blanket. Yeah, we have a blanket, so it Aww. would be quite comfy. I might, I might need that come Friday, actually. Friday? Uh, yeah, sure. Or Saturday. I might, I don't know, basically my situation, <laughs> seeing a place today, I'm seeing a place tomorrow, Okay, cool. we'll see what happens. Uh, but right now, um, I'm currently bunking it with my friend Peter, uh, who I don't know, I don't think you've met, uh, and he's he's in a spare room situation as well, he's one of the guys home to move in with, mm. and um, uh, we're now sharing the bed. Nice, uh, hot. It's, it's hot, yeah, it's good. Sounds it. And um, what happened was, is uh, so yesterday I was sleeping in the good old bed, mm -hmm. and uh, I had a very sexual dream. While I was sleeping next to yeah. Peter, yeah, like, um, uh, like I, I knew exactly who it was, as well. In the dream. In the dream, I okay. knew who it was. Was a woman. Okay. And uh, they. Um, good start. Good start, you know, for me. <laughs> and it was in the dream. It was very vivid as well. And I knew that this person wanted to have uh, sex in the dream. Wow. I know. It's a very vivid dream that this I had. Dream, this dream uh, world moves fast. Yes. This dream, dream world moves fast. Yeah, this dream world moves fast. I think we started mid-foreplay. That's how the dream ah. started. I really got into it. And uh, as I was sort of half awake, and as I was sort of waking up, I was grabbing for Peter, who was sleeping next to me. And I just woke up. I was like, oh, no. Oh, God. No. God, no. So... Yeah, not a good, uh, not a good start to the living situation. So you're on the sofa now. Um, I'm on, I'm on, the, I'm on your sofa now. Yeah, you'll be on my sofa. I'll be on your sofa. Hopefully. Definitely not offering my bed to. No, no, no. Given, you. given what I've just yeah, told you. That. Yeah, yeah. So uh, homeless, homeless life. The problem is, I feel bad saying that I'm homeless. Yeah, it feels quite Vagab so vagabond. What is vagabond? Well, vagabond is like someone who is of the lives off the land, a uh, nomad. Oh, I'm not even. I'm yeah. not even that. You're not that. You're just between homes. Between homes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a better way. I feel bad for saying I'm homeless because obviously, 
Yeah. I'm like staying at friends's places. I have a bit in savings. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm looking for a place. Oh, I have a job list as well. I forgot. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I think you have more liberty to say that. But, yeah. But still well, not quite, quite that. I think also the fact that I look the way I do, I think is a... Mm. People did are, you shower this morning? I did shower this morning. Wow. So I can't really say my... Although, you know, maybe, maybe I could be the new face of homelessness, you know? Mm. Maybe I could prove to people that you too could be homeless. Yeah. You know? A, a homeless person. You know, people were like, feminists look like this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> homeless people look like that. Homeless people. Yeah, this is what a real homeless looks like. Shit, I'd be homeless. Yeah. If I look like you could that. be homeless too. Yeah. I just want to inspire people, you know? I want people to look at me and go, yeah, I could be homeless as well. <laughs> <laughs> I could also be homeless. Um, a friend of mine, we've been discussing a little bit about my homelessness and... Um, they, uh, they realize so I have a I have a Virgin Active membership. I don't know if you know what this is. Yes, no, these, I used to have one as well. Yeah, these are these like really but fancy then I, bougie. I no longer became a virgin. Yes, <laughs> too easy. Sorry, you were you became a lazy virgin. Mm, exactly. Um, no, so Virgin Active. If you don't know what it is, if you don't live in London or basically don't live in the UK, it's these are like high luxury gyms. They're really nice. I got a cheaper discount because this is with a classic thing. If you ever have anything nice, you always have to explain how you got it for cheaper so that you yeah, don't yeah, seem yeah. so. Um, so I have this, but I'm so homeless, and it's a weird position to be in because I sort of I sort of sit in the hot tub and I stress about the fact that I don't have a place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in a hot tub though. I'm in a hot tub though, so it's not there's bad. Bubbles. Um, there's bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> there's bubbles around like my homelessness. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's it's not too bad. It's luxury. I think it's like uh, what are they called? Glamping. Mm, yeah, I have no, like I've done that. glamorous homelessness. Is yeah. what I have. Um, which isn't bad. No, it doesn't sound too bad. It doesn't hurt too bad. Um, I don't really think I have anything else. Yeah, yeah. What else has happened uh, in my life in the days, Philip? Um, <laughs> my ex-girlfriend posted, I think, the new guy she's dating on her Instagram. Uh-oh. That's, so, always, that's always tough. That's a real kick in the dick, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and while I'm homeless and kind of my comedy <laughs> career is not going the way I want it to, this is what happens. Yeah, he's posing outside his house. He's posing outside <laughs> his house. Just bought it. <laughs> Just bought it. God, it sucked. It sucked to be homeless. And I was like, yeah. I feel like this is personal. Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, that's good. Do you know I was uh, I was on Instagram uh, the other day. Have you ever seen this Joe Rogan clip where he goes like, um, "Hey, you know, imagine that right now it's the beginning of the movie, mm -hmm. and you're the main character, and everything's going wrong for you, and it, like, your life sucks." Have you ever seen this clip? Uh, I've seen similar clips. Yeah, where it's like you're the start of the movie and everything's going wrong and right now the rest of your life is the movie. We're going to pick yourself up and get yourself out of the situation. Mm -hmm. And the problem I has is have is given my life events recently, it just feels like every day I wake up at the start of the movie. <laughs> you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Every day I wake up and it's it's like, oh, it starts again. Yeah, yeah, And there's yeah. no sign that the movie's progressing. There's a there's a word for that. It's like the at the start of the movie. It's called the ordinary world. Yeah. It's like the characters in their life, and then something goes wrong. Yeah. And then the movie's about them overcoming that thing. Yeah. You're constantly in the first act. I'm constantly in the You're first. You're stuck act. in the first. You can't progress to the second or third act. I'm a first act man. Yeah. That's what I am. Uh, <laughs> so it's all right. I mean, this is the thing. Is like most of the time I feel fine about. It. I'm basically I'm about like two. I'm like a phone being stolen away from a breakdown. If that makes mm. sense. It's like one little thing goes wrong and it's like, oh my God, yeah. it's really not funny anymore. I always think about that. You carry like the most expensive item you own like on your person at all times. Yeah. And if you lose it, then your life is over. I always <laughs> think about that. I'm like, how does not, how does that not happen more? Yeah. Well, it happens to a lot of people. Yeah. Um, mugging. Mugging. Is a thing. Serious. Especially amongst homeless. Yeah. And as a homeless guy, as a representative <laughs> of the homeless community, you know. All right, um, one more thing right before we get order on, I'm going to do my live dates, uh, since I think a lot of comedians do this. They let, you know, 
um, where they're performing. So, guys, if you want to catch me on the road, I'll be performing every Wednesday at Room 43 uh, in Battersea. That's my usual spot. I'm also doing South Kensington Comedy Club this Sunday, if you want to check me out there. Uh, I'm at Angel Comedy Club next Thursday, the 15th. of uh, September. Actually, this release is on Monday, so I should just say Thursday the 15th. I'm at, I'm doing the weekend at Hull Comedy Club, uh, 16th and 17th, and then I'm doing a gig in Streatham on the 18th, and I'm doing a gig called Laugh Train Home on the 22nd, and you could catch all of that probably on my website if I decide to update it. If not, just send me a text on Instagram, and uh, I'll be I'll be there. Our guest today, like I said, do you know him? Otter Lee? You've met him once? I've met him, yeah, briefly. Wild guy. Great Crazy guy. Crazy guy. Yeah, not Great guy in many ways, but a fantastic comedian performer. He's, very, he's, a, he's a very fun man. Uh, met him up at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, so this is my fringe friend. Fringe spelled with a PH as per. Uh, and yeah, I think, uh, I think you'll have a great time, so please uh, enjoy the episode. And uh, that was uh, What's New with Philip. So uh, let's get Otter on, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. Wonderful. Philip and his friends, oh, Philip has friends. Why don't you come spend some good time with them? Philip and friends. A podcast. Uh, what were you up to out there? Um, I was considering eating some mixed berries, but I decided not to because they would make my f- fingers sticky. Mm. You don't want sticky fingers before no. the podcast? No. no? Nice. Um, what, what berry do you go for if you have to go for um, my fa- You know what really fucked me up the other day? Strawberries aren't technically berries. They're called accessory fruits. The seeds are what you would call the berry of a fruit, like based on the like biology of it. So is a cherry not a berry then? A cherry is a berry. How's a cherry? And a grape is a berry apparently, but not not a, a strawberry. It annoys me when um, I mean that's factually probably accurate. Yeah. But I do feel that our our um, our uh, layman terms for things I think are more accurate. Yeah. Don't you think? How do you feel about avocados? They're all right, you know. What do you? Is that do a you, berry do, as do, well? No, do you treat them as a fruit or vegetable? I treat it as a. Oh, it's one of those in between ones. I say fruit. It is a fruit. It is yeah, a fruit. yeah. But like, I didn't realize this was becoming a you quiz. You spread it. You spread it on toast, so it feels like a vegetable. You know. What other vegetables do you spread on toast? Um, I think, like, I don't know. Oh, I, I guess peppers are fruits too, right? Technically. Are peppers fruits? Are peppers fruits? What do you peppers, think? Uh, have seeds. <laughs> okay, this guy is not fucking <laughs> talking about. I think they are. I'm pretty sure. Fruits. Oh, you just said peppers have seeds. Are peppers? Yo, Jamie. Yo, ja- yo, Lucas, pull that up. <laughs> Great, we have no internet. Yeah, because um, you, you have your cruciferous vegetables, and then you have your root vegetables. Yeah. But yeah, pe- a pepper would be a fruit, I think. Yeah. Pepper would be a fruit. How? But you put it in a salad. Yeah. And no, not a but... fruit salad. <laughs> a normal salad. Yeah, but tomatoes are fruits as well, and you put yeah. them in a salad. Yeah, that yeah. confuses. <laughs> but it's these things where scientists basically look at anything that humans enjoy, and they go, "Um, actually, this isn't that." And then, yeah. you know, yeah, these no guts. yeah, like, fr- just like peppers are fruits. Just like fruits. just like the guys I see, right? Actually, a blowjob doesn't count as sex. Oh so no, we were never dating. <gasps> I'm seeing conflicting information. Peppers are vegetables. What? No, they're fruit. What? <laughs> Oh no! This is a contentious topic on the internet. I didn't realize I was diving into it. Or like, a... Are, can a hot dog bun be seen as a sandwich? A hot dog. I have a friend of mine who calls hot dogs dick burgers. That's funny. <laughs> well, you know what? That's what that's what they are now. That's what they are now. Dick hot dogs are dick burgers, and vet and uh, for tomatoes also a dick burger. It's it's a new classification. What's funny is in the nineteen twenties, no, scientifically they're fruits, but the yeah, culin- yeah. the culinary classification is that they're vegetables. You know. Which... Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, Otter, to the podcast. Hi. 
How you doing? I'm good. I've just been uh, enjoying the London stand-up scene, doing some spots, eating some Scotch eggs. You know, living the dream. Yeah, I was good. I said, "Well, uh, Arthur, uh, yes, you're uh, you're not from London. You're from uh, New York. If, uh, you're only here for the week. Yeah. So we're we're lucky to have you because yeah. I know your diary was very busy. It's so it, it's so busy. You it's know? so busy. Yeah. Yeah. What do you what do you, what have you um? So you, you you're visiting London. Mm-hmm. What, uh, have you enjoyed it? Yeah, I have. I mean, I I, I did a term abroad like with UCL slash NYU in London in yeah. like 2014. Oh God, I'm dating myself. But, uh, in 2014, and so like it's nice to see how the city's been even more gentrified since I was last year. You know? What if uh, what if how massively gentrified more? Um, I just like I feel like I recognize the streets, but it, it, they just feel less cluttered than I remember them being. That's I good. Don't know. Like, and there there are lots of cranes and like little like mini skyscrapers everywhere too. Do you enjoy that? Like I went to Primrose Hill and I was like, wow, I didn't expect to see like 20 cranes like over the skyline of London. Like I'm sure it's all good stuff, but. I was probably like foreign investment. Yeah. It's probably like Russian oligarchs and stuff like that. Yummy. <laughs> Gonna find a Russian oligarch and then I'll never have to come home. Yeah. Is that, is that a, do you sometimes think that it'd be nice to just have like a sugar daddy or something financing your whole life. You said, you know, I got a sugar daddy offer when I was in New York and it was really for not a lot of money. I was like <laughs> quite insulted. It was some guy named like Wagner at the gym and he was like, I'll give you $300 a week. I was like, $300 a week? That's nothing. Like, does that include meals and clothes? And he was like, sometimes. And I was like, no. So what was the what was the stipulation of the sugar daddiness? What did you have he, to do? He, he essentially said like, you have to... Um, kiss me, laugh at all my jokes, suck my dick, and be my best friend. And my mom was like, you already do that for free. <laughs> Just like... Uh, was he, was, would you have taken the offer potentially? Is, the there, is, like, is there a he, world where you would take a sugar If he had offer? just asked me on a regular date, he was like passively attractive enough where I would have said yes. Yeah. But the fact that the, like, there was like a power dynamic and money involved, I was like, mm, yeah. I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah. So uh, this podcast is about friendship. I oh know. my God! You're like my best friend friend. I know best friend friend. Yeah. That's what we met at the Edinburgh. He's been trying to get rid of me ever since. No, I, I have not. <laughs> I, I, I'm doing a really good job at getting rid of you by inviting you on my podcast. Yeah. No, you've gotten me so many spots. I know. Philip is so sweet. Yeah, I know. Keep saying that. Spread yeah. that around. Yeah. 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 Don't believe the rumors. <laughs> yeah, don't believe. What was I gonna say? You've been having a good time in London. I'm glad yeah. To hear it. Uh, I'm gonna. I, I don't want to go back. I literally don't want to go back. Really. Like, I, I, it's been easier for me to get spots here. I think I burned too many bridges in New York. Like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> We're, we'll move past that. I don't. I don't yeah, want to get yeah. into that right I now. Don't... <laughs> uh, well, I'll name names. No. <laughs> I don't know if I should be promoting you on all these gigs and getting you on if you're burning bridges, because I just burned the bridge with you. What do they say? Um, uh, there's this like quote they put online, which is like, uh, uh, "Burn bridges and light the way," or something like this. <laughs> what? I've never heard that. <laughs> Burn the bridges behind you. That and should light have been my way. secondary school yearbook quote. That's great. It's like, so stupid though, because it yeah. doesn't make any sense. It's like, "Burn the yeah. bridges and light the way." It's like, well, no one could go across those bridges yeah. that you've just lit. No, so it's no, basically no, no, going, no, lead the path that no one can people, take. People always tell me not to burn bridges, and I was like, have you ever seen a twisted metal hunk of a bridge try to fuck you? Because that's why I had to burn the bridge. What? <laughs> like, imagine, like, a bridge, like, twisting around, like, a, some sort of metal snake, and it's trying to kill you. That's what I feel like my bridges are like. Do you uh, think that's your past is, like, getting back at you? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's good, actually. Sorry, I didn't understand poetic. why. I'm it's a poet quite, now, yeah. Quite poetic, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had I'm, a really funny uh, bit of a comedian being like, oh, we'll burn that bridge when we cross it. <laughs> I can't remember who said that, but I think that's... Oh, yeah, 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 I have heard that. We'll burn that bridge when we get to it. Something. Yeah, that's what right. my mother used to always say. She was just, Whenever she didn't want to deal with something, <laughs> she, would, she didn't used to say the burn the bridges part, but she would be like, oh, well, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. That was her little favorite expression. It's all water under the burnt bridge. 
That's good as well. Oh, that's did, good. You just, did you just come up with that? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's based on the same yeah. concept. But yeah. well, yeah, there's, I, there's I, lots of, there's I lots of idioms about got, bridges. I, I understand <laughs> how you got to that joke. <laughs> yeah, I just came up with it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's lots also, of idioms about bridges, aren't it's there? It's all water under the bridge, or we'll cross that bridge when we get there. It's all water under the bridge that we've crossed and burned. But anyway, um, <laughs> let's get to the theme of the podcast, which is friendship. Uh, I didn't tell you, tell you any of this. Uh, but it's not more about our friendship, but rather the friends that you've had in your life. Okay, well, I'm out. <laughs> I have so many friends. Good. Well, we're going to take you all the way back down to the beginning, uh, which we're going to ask about your first friend. Do you remember who your first friend was? I realized I should have sent you this question before, and so you could have had a little thinky thing. I'm trying to think. I don't. Like, I mean, I was, always, I was like, super popular in, like, preschool. Yeah. I feel like cousins, don't, cousins don't count, right? Like, cousins can, can, a, can a cousin count? What do you think, Lucas? Is is a yeah, cousin a vegetable? <laughs> no, I, I have a cousin. I have a cousin named Ashley. She's like eight months older than me. Yeah. But I learned how to read a bit earlier, so we were about practically even. Like she, we we were very close friends. For well, you learned to read earlier than the eight month yeah, older person. Yeah. That's impressive. I was a very verbal, yeah. uh, emotionally broken child. That's good. Um, so Ashley was your first friend. Yeah. Say? I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah. And, There's uh, like a picture of me pulling her hair like as a baby. Nice. Um, well, I guess she didn't have a choice because we were cousins and we had we hung out all the time. But yeah, but I think you could still have friends that you could still have family members that you're not friends with. Yeah, I think I think parents can't have a favorite child. I mean, they can and they do, but I think siblings are more than welcome to have favorite cousins <laughs> or favorite siblings. Oh yeah, you know. And then oh god, no, I don't want to get into this. My oldest friend, I'd say, was uh, my friend Nicholas from elementary school. Yeah. And um, what was? He was just really nice to me, and like if I was like maybe six at a time. And my parents were going through a divorce, and like Nick and his mom made like a really big effort to like come to Chinatown and hang out with me. He was a good friend. Were you living in Chinatown at the time? Yeah, I was uh, in Chelsea, which is like a super gay neighborhood. And then my mom moved to Chinatown, and my personality combines the worst aspects of both neighborhoods. How so? Um, I'm thrifty, but I'm also extra at the same time. So it's like I want to buy the most expensive clothes, but I'll do it discounted and I'll ha try to haggle with the store clerk, you know? That's fun. Do you, um, uh, was it a, was it a tough upbringing, should I say? Um, honestly, like, we were, we were pretty comfortably middle class. I think things, things yeah. were good. Like, but, I mean, the divorce was a little difficult on me, but. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and did you find your friends comfort you? Uh, well, how old were you when your parents got divorced? Um, I, it was between the ages of like five and nine, so it was five a very eight. long divorce. Yeah, yeah, four years. I yeah. my my parents' divorce was five years long. Wow. They could really drag out. Oh my god, are we wanking over our parents' divorces? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. That trauma. Were your parents divorced, Lucas? No, they're still together. Uh, you, I could tell. I could tell. tell. Yeah. So you seem like so, you got it together. <laughs> your hair is so lustrous. Yeah. You, oh, thank yeah. you so much. It's, you you do no look broken like family a, vibes. You really do look like your parents are still together. Yeah, it's weird that you can tell. Often they really are. They're polar opposites. Oh, do they get a lot? Are they loving as well? They, I think so. Because I think almost parents that are loving, um, you can be have your parents are still together, but they hate each other, and you can still have the same energy of a divorced kid. I took a I took a class at uh, NYU about divorce. Yeah, and where I got to interview my parents and ask what happened. But the, it is true. Like it's shown psychologically that the kids are much worse if it's a bad marriage and they stay together. Yes. For sure. It's also that if uh, a child is raised with one parent, but it's a healthy parent, then that's better than two parents who are unhealthy. Yeah. So it doesn't, the number doesn't really matter if it's like, if they're raised in like a, a happy home, what then if, that's better yeah. for their upbringing. Yeah. How would you know? You're, I read you're it. in a happy home. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Well, I have two happy parents. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Do you think, do you think that that's given you a lot of confidence in life? 
having uh, <laughs> what parents are still together. I think it's given me expectations for a relationship that, yeah. are, that are high. Good or bad? Well, they're high. That's good, though. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. Yeah. I don't there, think I can quite compete. There have been so many Stuart divorces in my up. family and so many almost divorces in my family that like I feel like I had no respect for the institution of heterosexual marriage by the time I was like 10. <laughs> no respect. Yeah. <laughs> That's a funny phrasing. You had no respect. Yeah, it's just like, well, this is a shame. What, what you guys are doing is pathetic. Yeah. You look at straight couples yeah. kissing and you're like, come on, guys, yeah. get your oh, shit together. Yeah, I hate when straight couples will like get to the end of an escalator and kiss each other. It's like, what the fuck? I hope you break up. <laughs> What is it about the escalator? No, no, it's like, oh, we got we got over this hurdle together. It's like, what? Like, get out of my way. I'm trying to get tapas. I hope you trip on the little yeah. lip at the top of the escalator. Yeah. Oh, it was the worst. The little... I, heard, I heard a couple in Chinatown singing songs from La La Land once, and I was just like, first, you're off key. Second, break up. I do find... Well, when I was uh, when I was in a relationship, the worst... I hate people who do PDA in, like, situations that totally don't allow it. Like, I used to do... I used like to... a funeral or something? <laughs> No, funeral I think is okay. It was a bit weird if everyone's crying. But I did, um, I used to be a wedding administrator at a church. Right? <laughs> That's I mean, the straightest job I've ever heard. Of course. This is, uh, no, I used to be the wedding administrator at the church. And we were having this meeting once with this couple that were trying to get like a wedding done. And they kissed like in the middle of the meeting. And I was like, oh my God. And they were like holding hands. And they was like, oh, baby, whatever you want, you know, you can get whatever. And I was like, you're doing baby talking. <laughs> like, we are not going to make it through this rehearsal. <laughs> It was horrible. I just hate that people would do this. It's like your relationship is great and it's for you, but you have to be two independent people and be able to interact with the rest of the world. None of the people I date ever like PDA. Yeah. And I, I don't like PDA as a fact, but when I'm in a couple, I like receiving it. Like Yes, yes, yes. I like the invitation. I like... Like, oh, you're going to transgress societal boundaries for moi? <laughs> <laughs> I like a... I like a little bit of uh, a PDA. I don't like to have, I, I don't like it when other people do it, but if I'm in a relationship and someone's like scratching my head or give me a little kissy kiss, you yeah. know, it's nice. It's like uh, scrubbing behind your ears. Like scrubbing behind your ears. Pet hamster. Pet hamster. Yeah, yeah. And they go, <laughs> 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 a little scratch behind the ear. Um, so first uh, first friend was that. Do you have, uh, sorry, Lucas, did you have anything about PDA? Do you want to add? Do you... Yeah, no, I love dogging. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Is dogging a phrase in America as well? I've heard of a term raw dogging. Oh, dogging no, in the UK different. is when you have uh, when you have sex outside. Okay, no, raw dogging is just having sex without a condom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think dogging would probably mean the same thing. Potentially. Dogging no, you could, specifically you, means outside. Yeah, specifically outside, and it can be with or without a condom. Okay. Without candy. Without a fucking condom. Without a Johnny. Oh, without a Johnny. That's, that'll be my next uh, Edinburgh Fringe show, Dogging and Raw Dogging. <laughs> <laughs> what are the differences? Woof woof, right? Woof woof, and it's you yeah. in a dog outfit, yeah, and then there's yeah. like a little graph yeah. with like the differences. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dogging, raw dog. I was hey everybody, thanks so much for listening to the podcast so far. If you really enjoy it, you can get the full episode uh, at length without any bits cut or edited at all by signing up to our Patreon page. Uh, first 20 subscribers to the Patreon get the full Ultimate Lifetime membership, A Friend for Life, where you get everything from all the other memberships, but you get it only for £5 a month, which is a great deal. How does that sound to you, Otter? It sounds amazing, and if you personally DM me something dirty, I'll follow you back. <laughs> there you go, kids. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Uh, yes, yeah, so let's uh, let's get into your, to your friendships uh, a little bit more, if you don't mind. Yeah, so um, I... Uh, I moved quite a bit because yeah. of my parents' divorce. So I was in uh, New York City for a while. And then mm. for a couple of years, I was on Long Island yeah. with my grandparents. Wow. And, uh, so different schools each time? Yeah, yeah. I think I changed like between middle school and secondary school. I changed schools like one, two, like three times. It was, yeah. it was hard. Did you, uh, that is, does sound hard. 
Did you make a lot of friends or was it hard to maintain friends? I always had like one or two friends yeah. who I was really close with, but and everyone always knew who I was because I was insufferable. But like, <laughs> I think I made a lot of really close friends at summer camp. Yeah, and I, I felt this when I was at Fringe too. Like this, the energy of like, it's not school, so like. You're, you're, there's a conglomeration of people that are never going to be together again, and you're all making out, and it's crazy. Like, yeah, that is a good. Um, you, I think it's one of those things where you have to get close, or yeah. you don't survive. And I went to this nerd camp called. Uh, you don't survive the Fringe Festival <laughs> unless you get close. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I went to this nerd camp called Center for Talented Youth. You have to take like the SATs, which is like our like college preparatory exam or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So we had to take that as middle schoolers, and then if you got in, you could take a college course on campus with other kids your age for like a month or two. Did you get him? I did. Yeah, and I, and it was really cool. Like it was all like super smart kids who were like, we don't believe in God, and we're by for the summer. Like it was fun. Is that? Did you guys explore some other aspects of your personality there then? Yeah, I think that was the first time I realized I was like kind of good at comedy, but I didn't quite articulate it. There was like an improv activity that everyone would sign up for, and yeah. I, I was quite famous from that. Like, oh, really? Yeah. The, were you the big name on campus? Yeah, yeah, I was. It was fun. I think, uh, like, just n knowing that 300 or 400 people could think I was weird enough to remember a cool was like great. And, yeah. And then, but then it hit me like after summer camp, like all the kids I had met, like some of them, their families would go through New York for vacation and they wouldn't always text or call me and it was heartbreaking, oh. you know? Yeah, summer camp, uh, summer camp is this weird thing where it's like, obviously there's a privilege in going to it, but it is also can be like, when you're in it, it can be quite sad. Yeah. I, had a, I had a girl at a summer camp who um, we, kind of, uh, we kind of had a thing the first year um, that we were there. And then the second year we actually acted on it. Well, rather I acted on it cause I got the balls to, it was my first kiss as well. Wow. Big, big deal. And, uh, then, um, we did, we stopped talking randomly in one of the weeks and she just wouldn't respond to my messages or texts, just things like that. It was really bizarre. Summer camp ghosting. Like wow. summer camp ghosting. And it's weird is cause I saw her every day and it's <laughs> even more brutal. And so then what happened was, is, uh, it ended, didn't say a word. And then I knew her birthday was at like, the end of August. And I thought, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna I'm gonna wait till her birthday. I'm gonna text her on her birthday, and then she has to message because it's her birthday. And I'm saying happy birthday to her. And so what I did is I uh, then had like three weeks by myself in my house because I had no I had no other friends. And so I just uh, I watched movies. I went on the IMBD, and that's how I got into like watching films and stuff. Was uh, doing that kind of Through stuff. IMDb specifically. IMBD uh, top 100 films. Just started watching oh. a few of them. Sunset Boulevard, Singing in the Rain, all that kind of stuff. I texted her on her birthday, and uh, she ghosted me again. Oh my god! Oh. I had a <laughs> I had a similar well not exactly the same. Well, I did get ghosted. But there was someone at summer camp, like, we had five dances each, like, season of summer camp or whatever. Yeah. So, like, I danced with this guy at the second and third dances. Ooh. And then this was during, like, a huge epidemic of swine flu mm. at the camp. So I, I started feeling like uh, I had to, like, confess my feelings to this guy or whatever. Yeah. And it was causing me to get a fever. I have, like, what's called, like, a psychogenic fever. Like, when I feel really anxious or scared of something, yeah. I get a fever. So I failed the temperature test, and I got I got forced into quarantine. And I was texting this guy in quarantine, like, hey, like, if I get sent home, I just want you to know, like, I really like you, and I hope we can stay in touch. And he, like, wrote back being like, I think you should get sent home. <laughs> so like my, my fever was like spiking in the middle of this of a nurse's like infirmary room or whatever. But what happened was my friends snuck me like medicine and ice cubes every day, and eventually I passed the temperature check and I was okay. And it wasn't swine flu. So everybody who thinks I was willfully spreading it, it was just a crush gone wrong. But it was like this weird moment. Like I never talked to him again after that. It was, but it was this weird moment of me leaving and being like, "You tried to get me sent out of camp because you didn't want to deal with me asking you out." Like.
Oh man. Do you know what I find out with a lot of your stories? They have they're, they're always whimsically told and then have a very depressing ending. <laughs> That's my life. I, I, I like to say that uh, tragedy, no, comedy is tragedy plus privilege. <laughs> you know? It's like, it's funny because it's like, oh, we have money and we're weathering the storm, right? But like, for anybody else, they just die. That is true. There's, I mean, even me talking about my, my homelessness, it's only funny because I have like yeah. a bit in savings and I will be okay yeah. and I have like friends yeah. I can crash at. Yeah. But otherwise, homelessness is like... You can crash on my couch in New York. Yeah. I don't have enough money for a house, yeah. but I'll fly to New York. <laughs> <laughs> but you're going... Uh, you got a 200... Can you believe this guy got a 200-pound ticket to Boston? Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. That's good, right? It's for some, that's, like... Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's very no, no, good. That's fantastic. It, no, no, good, yeah. it's $200. It's two hundred dollars. Yeah, oh. and it's a. It, it this guy got a hundred ninety pound ticket to Boston. Yeah, to, to fly awesome. from uh, like London to New York would have been eight hundred or nine hundred dollars. So it was just. Yeah. It's like it's at like six a.m. on Friday morning though, so I have to wake That's up right early. Which airport? Oh yeah, I gotta look that up. <laughs> it's definitely not Heathrow because yeah, 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 I was like, it's too good to be. It's probably Luton or Gatwick. Yeah. Or Stansted. I gotta look it up. I don't understand because like some of the airports, right? Their letters don't match up their names. Yeah. It's like. Yeah, yeah. LTN is Luton. Yeah. Gatwick is no Gatwick is GAT. Okay. Yeah, Wait. Well, I don't know what the airport is. LTN uh, H is London Heathrow. It might be L- Luton. Luton. But, yeah. It might be. Nice. Check. Well. Sorry. Do you hear the train? I do. Yeah. Big train. Sorry. No, it's all right. Don't be. Yeah. Don't, did you cause the train to? Did, have? Yeah. Yeah, you did. I knew this would happen. <laughs> you control the trains with your parents' marriage. <laughs> what? It's powerful. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's so powerful. It's so strong. Yeah, you my parents control the trains. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, um, we could do a we could do a, a friend in need now. Do you want to do that? Do yeah. You know what this is. So, everybody, uh, if you want to get involved with the podcast, you can send in your own submissions. Uh, you find it in the link to every episode. And you can also uh, just find it on my Instagram and stuff like that. You could submit to a friend in need, which is anything you need, anything you require. Uh, you ask us a question, and we'll answer it for you. Uh, it's very short. This one is from Seth, who's written in. And uh, he said uh, simply, receding hairline. When should you take it off? When should you shave it off, rather? Sorry. When should you shave it off? Uh- well, neither of us have experience with that. Neither. But, but we have enough experience looking at people. With I would say hairlines. it depends on your eyebrows. You know, like if you have really strong, really lively, vivacious eyebrows, like yeah. may- maybe you should do it sooner. But really? if your eyebrows look like you're like Bigfoot trying to fit in at the country club, maybe not. You know, maybe you should try to keep the hair for as long as it's there. Well, why do you think the eyebrows are, are so important? Because they're very striking. And like assuming like you don't have some sort of degenerative condition above your eyes, like they're still going to be present so you can focus on that you know so you're saying someone with good eyebrows can lose the hair yeah so what about thin eyebrows oh try to keep it for as long as yeah, you can yeah. and get that rogaine shit right rogaine yeah or yeah. i think it's re- keeps, re- keeps. regain is that what it's called here yeah regain yeah regain. it's just like I mean, uh, you have you have tk max here but in in new right. york it's tj max like why why is know. it different i don't know town. it's so dumb yeah it's, it's crazy town <laughs> yeah it's crazy <laughs> town, <laughs> town. Uh, it's a so dummy podcast. Someone called the fire department. Yeah. It's crazy yeah. on the loose. Yeah. I'm sorry. I really, gonna, I really ruined the tone. I'm gonna find. <laughs> I'm gonna find out. I'm gonna find out that I, I lost all my TV work not because of this podcast, not because I said anything offensive, but because we went to crazy, crazy town. town. <laughs> 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 
there's no coming back on the boards. <laughs> One ticket to crazy town. <laughs> oh my god, stop. We always talk to. We always no, talk to. Yeah. So uh, your advice to sorry. Yeah, yeah. To t- if you have good eyebrows, or like, then tough it out. But like, if you yeah. don't have good eyebrows, then try to figure out other options. I think what you got to do is don't ever pretend that you don't have a receding hairline. All right. Use you know regain, regain, whatever it is, whatever hair product you can to keep it going. If something, but just run with it. Like it's not that bad. Um, as a guy who doesn't have a receding hairline, I'm obviously in the best place to sing, but I'm always worried that I do. So I kind of have the fear of having one without actually having one. Me too. Very similar to that, I have the feeling of being homeless without actually being homeless. <laughs> 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 to be uh, to be fair, uh, there's like a and good dress well. Yeah. Sorry, uh, sorry, dress dress well. If you have a receding hairline. Yeah. Make the rest of you look good. Hereditary-wise, there's a good chance I could lose my hair as I get older. Really? And I'd fucking kill myself. No, because <laughs> <It's laughs> no, my hair is but my Seth, best quality after my sense of humor. No. I was going to say that, um, to be fair, too, I have seen guys who were in a position where they were like, oh, oh, no, my hair is receding. So they just shaved it all off. And then it, like, grew back later. So they, they sort of just jumped the gun, you know? Yeah. Hmm. I think keep it, keep it long as long as you can. And then just do, like... Um, you know, I think I don't know. This is this is a weird thing, but I think like whenever I've been in Europe and I've seen like older men who have a receding hairline, they just like wear like a nice little suit or a suit jacket or something like this, and they like dress well. And yes, they look a bit older, but it doesn't look bad. Are oh, you saying that they compensate through their fashion? Yeah, through their fashion. You, what you got to do is you got to build your personality, build your fashion, and just just walk with pride and run with it. When are you gonna get don't- started on that? <laughs> <laughs> too easy. Too easy. Oh, man, I'm glad we filmed this because now I can upload this as guest destroyed host. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Chinese man destroys homophobe on podcast. <laughs> homeless homophobe. Yeah, homeless homophobe. homophobe. Yeah. Do you hate gay people because we have homes? Yeah. <laughs> and you dress well, yeah. even though you're balding. Yeah. Um, do you know what I think the worst is when you, when there's like the young guy comb over? I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like where it's like they kind of really manifested. So a lot of the back hair goes in the front, but it's sort of sitting in a way that it's no way that a natural hairline would sit. And then a stiff breeze destroys the illusion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It destroys it. I feel, I mean, I feel bad for like, if you're really young and your hairline's receding, it's really tough. Yeah. Uh, and, and honestly, it's even harder on women, you know, if they're losing Oh yeah, hundred like, percent. I don't, I wouldn't have any, I think, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's always the thing that you could just run with it. You know, someone, some, yeah. someone will love you for sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow. You heard it here. You lose your hair, someone will love, love you. Yeah, I think I think the truth is is that um just build you build your personality, build the other things. Uh and don't shave it off. I wouldn't say shave it off. Give it time. Unless you really want to like take control of the narrative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. And if you are gonna shave it off, grow a beard to compensate. Oh, I think you know, honestly I think that's scarier. Really? Well, no, maybe just full baldness. I think it depends on you gotta chest your face out. Yeah, I would be in the worst position though if I had a receding hairline because I don't have the testosterone to grow a beard. Yeah, I couldn't grow. Well, a beard. it's a thing that if you develop a beard earlier, your hairline will recede sooner. Yeah, really? usually. So, usually, although some usually. Minerals, some memorable to have. What did you study in uni? Biology <laughs> for broken people. Like, <laughs> you have all these facts like are coming true, out of nowhere. Apparently. So I think we won't have a problem with a hairline for a while. Yeah. Because if you can't grow a beard, then it's you're less likely to. Yeah. I would I would perform satanic magic to keep my hair if I had to. I have a friend of mine though who has a receding hairline and can't grow a beard. That's unfortunate. I mean that's yeah. that's very unfortunate. Well, how does he dress? What does he dress? Dresses like shit. Oh yeah. no! <laughs> I was rooting awful. for him. And invest in hats. Yeah. Invest in hats. Yeah, hats are good. I got stressed out because I can never find a hat that's big enough for my head. I have a big fucking head. Uh, 
Well, that actually isn't convenient because that brings it on to our sponsor for today, Big Fucking Head Hats. <laughs> <laughs> big hats for big fucking heads. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't really. Uh, do Do you have any questions you want to ask? Yeah. Otter Lucas. Uh, where did you get that jumper from? Really it's like from it. uh, Fat Herdy. It's a uh, surfing company in the uh, states, uh, and they they produce really nice uh, jumpers and like outfits and stuff. I like how you really started to use the local colloquialisms yeah. going here. You refer to it as uni, yeah. saying jumper. I, I, no, because I had to yeah, update my stand-up sets. I had to update them, you know. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, but like, uh, <laughs> I, wait, I, this is a bit I'm not even going to like do it probably, but I think it's really funny because in in, <laughs> in 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 the UK, right, a jumper is like a cute like sweatshirt essentially, right, yeah. that you can wear in the autumn. But in the States, a jumper is someone that you didn't save on a bridge, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. going, like, I really miss that jumper could have multiple meanings. <laughs> <laughs> again, again, whimsical with yeah, a very dark yeah. ending to it. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the police just to arrest you. <laughs> yeah. And For stealing the show. Joke's <laughs> too funny. Take him back to Crazy Town. Yeah. Take him back. Right yeah, we will. We will. <laughs> I'm the sheriff of Crazy Town and I have a license to be crazy. <laughs> You don't have a permit for your insanity. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything you want I to... could have been a sugar baby. No, sorry. <laughs> anything you want to plug? Um, so uh, right before I left for Edinburgh, I starred in a feature-length indie film called The Gene Pool. And that should be releasing sometime in late autumn, early winter. So yeah. stay tuned for the, for the Gene Pool. Hmm. Do you have a handle? Oh, yeah, my Instagram is at OtterlyMoy, O-T-T-E-R-L-E-E-M-O-Y. Wonderful. Um, Lucas? Uh, when's this coming out? Monday. Monday? Oh, well, then I'll have announced the club. So uh, follow Oddity Comedy, guys, on the Ooh. 23rd and the 30th, our first shows. That was Philip and Friends, a podcast hosted by Philip Kostoleski. Our guest today was Otterly. Philip and Friends was produced by Lucas Jeff Coates, courtesy of Vauxhall Podcast Studios. Theme song and outro music was written by Fred and produced by Georgia Johnson. Get involved with the podcast by subscribing and supporting us on Patreon. I'm so happy you're my friend. Aww.